ready for this? I got one thing to say. Uh... just happened to be the greatest wrestling machine alive. It's all here. What a mega matchup. Universal Wrestling Podcast. I like this kind of party, baby. It doesn't matter what your name is. Welcome to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick Dieterding, and his name is Alex Sacco, the co-host of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Al, how the hell are you? Good, man. Excited to get this episode underway. It's mania season, baby. Let's start off the show like we usually do. Crack open beers and talk wrestling. Crack open a cold one. Before we crack open beers, we want to introduce our guest, the TikTok Million Dollar Champion with over 470,000 followers, the man, the myth, the legend, Malik Kelly. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? This man just really called me the TikTok Million Dollar Champion. He really watched myself, don't he? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I should have I put the belt on you. Think about it. You think about it. Yeah. The belt cool. So before we get started... We crack open beers. Al, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, today I'm drinking something from the Cape May Brewery called uh, the Honey Porter Nitro. It's a creamy, rich texture. It's about 5%. Nice, nice. And I'm enjoying it. What about you? Yeah, man, I'm drinking the drinking by Kings Road Brewery Company. It's called Cashmere. It's a pale ale. It's American 5.6. Uh, it's, it's, it's smooth and it's well blended. So uh, let's get started. Malik, I got to ask you this question. What is the number one question you you get all the time on TikTok. Oh gosh, <laughs> I get asked every day, bro. Do I think uh, John Cena should become 17-time champion at least at least 10 times a day? I get that question. <laughs> it's either the John Cena one, or if Jeff Hardy should become champion, if he should get another push. Yeah. In WWE. It's one of the two. I get I get I get a question. No matter how many times you answer. Yeah, I don't, even answer. I don't even answer them anymore because it's just no point because people aren't going to scam. That's crazy. I got another question for you. Did you ever think you would have over 470,000 followers on TikTok? Like, that's a big deal for us all together with Instagram and Twitter. We have like, I don't know, 3,000. So that that's a lot to us. But when we're talking about big numbers, dude, 470,000 followers. That is insane. Yeah, my, my page started blowing up some sometime last year like september something like that around that time yeah. but uh it's slowly it's slowly developing now like I don't, I don't it's it's weird on tiktok because like your page will be hot you know for for a while you'll, you'll get lots of followers and then it just slows down out of nowhere and then it happens again and it slows down again so yeah yeah i'm so grateful for all the followers though i mean you know to, to have this to have a fan base like that you know it's, it's pretty dope you know so hopefully uh, I could continue to grow and lead to other opportunities too in the future. Yeah, man. That's cool. Um, I guess the most important question of any wrestling fan, when did you become a wrestling fan? Do you remember that moment? Cause for me, it was when Taker threw mankind off the hell in a cell, you know, JR, God is my witness. You know, he's, he broke him in half. He's, you know, he's dead. Do you have a moment like that? Uh, I started, I started watching wrestling in 2004 
Okay. So I would have been like six or seven years old at the time. Uh, it was probably okay. So John Cena is my favorite wrestler of all time, but he wasn't the first wrestler I ever fell in love with. The I guess the, the main reason I really started love wrestling was pretty much anything Eddie Guerrero did. He was the oh, first wrestler I really loved. There you so, go. Eddie. I love that it, answer. It was pretty much it was pretty much anything he did, really. Anything, anything he did on television was what yeah. kind of gravitated toward me for the entertainment aspect of it. Um, so and it, pretty much anything he did, I would say. There because yeah. I really didn't have one moment as far as like, you know, the taker thing at first that really gravitated towards me. I had one, I mean I had I had a moment. I think I, the first time I ever felt emotion watching wrestling, like where I really was like mad or something like that. Yeah. Definitely was when Edge cashed your money in the bank. I was really that. Yeah. Ooh, that, that, really, that really pissed me off that night. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I hear was, you. Uh, <laughs> my that 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 struck a chord in my childhood. So that was that's probably the first time I felt like real emotion. Because I mean, before that, I just watched wrestling just to watch it. I never really like yeah. got mad or anything like that. But that night, I mean, that's when that, that's around the time when Cena really started to become my favorite, and yeah. he was already my favorite then. But like, that's when I really started to become a really diehard Cena fan, man. And that was the night that my hatred for Edge started to grow as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mentioned in uh, one of your TikTok videos how RKO is very underappreciated, unappreciated, and he should probably be on Mount Rushmore. And I tend to agree with you, but before Edge arrived on scene, I I found that RKO was very disinterested in his job. He was boring. He was this and that. Am I the only one that see that, or did you see that too? Like it's like Edge returned, and Orton picked up his game in a minute. I would. I mean, I I didn't say that he should be in the Mount Rushmore. I feel like Randy doesn't get talked about enough being one of the greatest. Uh, he could easily be in anybody's top 10. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't argue if anybody else put him in the top 10. A lot of people got this thing with Randy being born and everything. I don't see it to me. I, that's just me. Um, I feel like his in-ring work, his in-ring work is amazing. Uh, his, he's easily, to me, if you're talking about Mount Rushmore, he's on the Mount Rushmore of, of heels in my opinion. He's one of the greatest yeah. ever. Um, after he set the field on fire for me, I was like, he's definitely, I mean, he's probably one of the most savage heels you've ever seen. Like, this guy is at an all-time high with his heel work. So, I feel like maybe maybe some people think his in-ring work is boring because maybe he, you know, is the, maybe he you know doesn't jump off the top rope anymore because some people forget he used to do the cross body, you know, off the top rope back, back when yep. in the earlier days. Maybe he, you know, maybe he isn't as dangerous, you know, as people want him to be like he was in 2009. I don't know, but I, I don't. Yeah. I never found his in-ring work boring. I always appreciated his work. Um, yeah. I, I always loved Randy Orton, from yeah. Legend Killer to Viper to Apex Predator. I I just feel like nobody ever really talks about him. You know, people talk about you know Macho Man and you know Hogan and Cena and then HBK and Brett and Taker and Flair and all these guys. You know, being one of the greats. But I just feel like people never really. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody, but I just feel yeah. like I don't. Randy Orton's name in that conversation enough, and I, he should be. I'm like, why is he not talked about? And it's one of the greatest entries. He's one of the one of the best you've ever. He's easily one of the best from you know the past generations, even now. So, one more question before we get to the next segment: uh, What do you think of the current product today? And let's hear it. Who's your favorite wrestler? It doesn't have to be of all time. If it want, I you did bring up Cena, <laughs> but let's make it interesting. What's your, who's your favorite wrestler currently? And what do you think about the current product? Uh, current product uh, is not really good. It's falling, it's falling off the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, the thing with wrestling is, you know, wrestling always changes and evolves over time. Period. That's why we have different eras. 
Um, you know, golden age era was what that was. New, new generation attitude, ruthless aggression, PG era, were all yeah. fine. But this era is is it's so it's so blame because one, uh, I think in this era, a lot of fans don't know what they really want. They're so hypocritical. One minute they want somebody else, and the next minute they want this guy, and they want this person, and they want this person. It's like, bro, like you, you can't. You got to make up your mind. You know what I mean? Like, and I think a lot of <laughs> With social media are never they're never satisfied with anything they're, they're not yep. satisfied with, with anything i remember when when everybody wanted kofi to win at wrestlemania and you know they gave us kofi at wrestlemania and yeah I, I literally remember a month later seeing fans wanting him to lose the title already I was like he just won it you guys yeah. him begging for this guy to win the belt and they gave it to us and now you want him to lose already like golly like same yeah. with drew mcintyre I, I feel bad for drew mcintyre now because a lot of people got uh, a lot of people said his reign was boring, which I can understand. I think you know, I think the pandemic kind of hurt that a little bit, but yeah. it's like I remember for years, years you guys were begging for Drew McIntyre to get pushed, and they're pushing him hard. They're pushing him extremely hard now, and now people are yeah. like, "Oh, we don't want Drew McIntyre now." You know what I mean? We're tired of Drew McIntyre. It's like, dude, like I don't understand. I don't. I don't I, this this era is completely different from from our era. We just watch wrestling just to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, you know, we we just enjoyed it. I'm sure there were, of course, there were things that we, you know, made bitched about or complained about. That's the habits in wrestling. There's going to be things yeah. that happen that you don't agree with, but we never were like, oh, you know, they, they need to stop pushing this guy or to push. That's like, I remember when, you know, when I started pushing JBL, before they pushed JBL, JBL was a tag team wrestler. He was in tag yeah. teams his whole career, bro. So when they started pushing and people were like, why are they pushing JBL? But as, Throughout the, his entire push, you forgot about him being a tag team wrestler. You started looking at him as exactly. a good guy because he was a really good heel and he was really good. Yeah. He was a really good top mid eventer. So you were like, okay, you know that makes sense. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's just it's so different in this era, man. You know, if I feel like there are certain guys that you know, certain top level people that will all be be solidified in this era. You look at the Romans, the Charlottes, you yep. know, Sasha. You know, the, pretty much all the Forest Women. And you got Roman Seth, Daniel Bryan, you know, Drew McIntyre, bless none of these guys. But it's like you want these these other guys, like you know, what Andrade, you know, Alistair Black, or yeah. you want you know Apollo Crews. You want these guys to get pushed. They say they say they'll push these guys. They'll, they'll put these guys in something, and then just they'll complain about what they're doing with them. So it's just like, yeah, these fans. On I don't think fans really know what they want nowadays, man. It's, it's a completely different era, but. Uh, the product uh, for me, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't, I don't really watch Raw SmackDown fully anymore. I just catch highlights. I always make sure I keep up with what I, what I'm interested in. I'm really interested into the the Fiend and Randy feud, so I keep up with that. Uh, everything Roman Reigns has been doing, I've been keeping up with. Uh, Seth Rollins is one of my favorites. So I'll keep up with his shit too. But uh, besides pay per views, like I will watch the full pay per views, but I don't ever really watch the Raw because I can't watch. I'm not gonna watch. A, I can't yeah. watch a full product that's gonna be interesting for the whole entire. That was exactly. gonna be interesting. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's not the same anymore. And I get that, you know, like I said, wrestling evolves and, you know, a lot of fans, I've, it's one another question I get asked so much on TikTok too is, uh, WWE should bring back the Attitude Era. I'm like, dude, Attitude Era was the Attitude Era. It, yeah, it wouldn't work. It was perfect for that time. You know, the 90s was the perfect time for that, but there were so many things that happened around that time that just couldn't happen today. But now people are starting to point stuff out, you know what I mean? So like, oh, you remember this? No, they did that. Even with the women, you know what I'm saying? How the women were used back then, you know? I remember when, you know, I remember when Sable would come out on television, she would just pose for like a chair for like for like <laughs> two minutes and people would lose their minds. And then she, would go, <laughs> she, was the most, she was the most over female on the roster. This, this, yeah. that. She literally would come out and pose and she would come out and pose on a chair 
and walk backstage and people loved it. People thought she was the greatest thing ever. Like put her in the Hall yeah. of Fame for that. I was like, nowadays it's never it can never work. So no, it's so many things that happened in the Attitude Era. That's what the Attitude Era can never come back. It was, it was what it was for that era, and it worked and it, it changed wrestling. But as far as it bringing it back, it can never work because fans are too sensitive for that stuff. Yep. you could you can tell me that if 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 they told. Um, if they told Becky Lynch to come out and and do a bikini contest with Sasha Banks, that fans would be, lose their minds. They'd be pissed if something like that happened. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, there's, there's things that this could happen around that era that that happened. You know that uh, happened in that era that could happen in this era. Just, it wouldn't work. But as far as my uh, my current favorite wrestler and WWE wise, uh, as far I would say as far as my favorite in WWE, it would definitely have to be Roman. Right now, nice. what yeah. he's done over the last pretty pretty much almost a year, but what he's done since he's come back at SummerSlam, yeah. it's finally what I've been begging to see for this man be doing. It, it's incredible. It's his work is is it's top notch stuff. Cool. Let's get on to the next segment. You know what it is? Entertain the idea. Entertain the idea. Something's got to give him. So WrestleMania is a few months away, and we just want to discuss the card, any match that sticks out to you. I mean, we can just go with, let's just start with the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley is the champion, and it seems to be that he's going to go one-on-one with Bob or with Drew McIntyre. What do you guys think? Do you want to see that? Do you want to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby? Do you want to see Drew versus Bobby? Yeah, WWE's in a tough spot here. I mean... Brock could come back and we can make this a triple threat match, but the way it is, yeah, I do want to see it. I mean, I wouldn't, I didn't want to see Drew lose the title. So part of me wants to see him get it back in front of a live crowd and maybe he does beat Bobby, but I'm not against this match at all. Either either can throw Brock in here and make this a triple threat. And I still want to be that mad at it. Yeah. Malik, I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to see a triple threat for the WWE championship. I think that takes away from, you know, the magnitude of Bobby Lashley becoming the WWE champion. As of right now, I wouldn't mind seeing Lashley versus Drew or Lashley versus Brock, but I, I don't want to see a triple threat. What do you think? Uh, I just hope that Bobby Lashley gets a proper championship push. Um, he needs to hold the title for quite some time, I think. Yeah. They need to start building new stars for main event-wise. They've already done great things with Drew. And then by the time Bobby Lashley loses the title, he needs yeah. to feel like a solidified event star where he believable enough to go back for the title again. Um, I, I think it's going to be him versus Drew one-on-one. And I think he should be Drew. I think Drew could get it. But I think I wouldn't be against if Drew beat him and got it back. But I think they should wait and push that off for a minute. You know, like I said, Bobby Lashley has to be pushed with the title for a while because some fans do want that that Bobby and Brock matchup, which I'm not against. My only issue with that is the the, the past history when Brock has worked with, I guess you can say guys who are potential potential threats to you know his character, like storyline wise. Yeah. Or you know fans believe that they're enough to beat him, like the Samoa Joes. Or the Braun Strowmans, he beats them and then he destroys them too, and their momentum is killed. So it's, it's that's my only issue with that. Uh, and they put effort into the to the to the to the match, and I would totally want to see this match. It, it'd be incredible to see. But with Brock, you never know how he feels. It depends on what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Exactly. You've heard the stories about you know, you know the stories about WrestleMania with Ambrose. I you know he didn't put any effort into it and he didn't care about yep. it. But then you saw the match he had with AJ Styles where he put a lot of effort into it and it was great. So it's like, yep. you know, it's, 
it, it all depends on what he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if, if him and if if he wants to go in there and I feel like put on a great match with Bobby Lashley, they can have a killer match. You know what I mean? But it all depends. Number one, I think he should beat, you know, he, he Brock Lesnar needs to put Bobby Lashley over if, if they're going to have the match to solidify Bobby even more as yes. a beast. And two, the, the match would just have to live up to the hype. You know what I mean? It, like I said, with Brock, if, it's if, if, you know, the matches he had with Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman were terrible. And it, it, so much hype behind them, by the yep. way. And they just, they just took one good. But if you look at when he's wrestled the smaller guys like AJ or Daniel Bryan or Finn Balor, all those matches have been really good. And but he because he puts effort into those to those matches, and he makes those guys look really strong, really good. So yeah. that's my only issue with it. I just I just don't want him to go in there and just you know fucking just go in there and just destroy Bobby Lashley because that would that would God that would hurt him so much in so many ways. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that happen. That's my only fear. The triple yeah. threat, I wouldn't be against though. I, I wouldn't be against triple threat. I, I'd be fine with it as long as Bobby Lashley wins. That's the only issue. He has to win. Yeah. Right, let me let, let me get ask you this though. What was the point of putting the belt on the Miz? I thought they should have left it on Drew, and Bobby should get his moment as champion at WrestleMania. What What was the point of the cash in with Miz? Well, Miz was a temporary champion, unfortunately. Uh, number one. Yeah. The way that Bobby destroyed Miz, uh, definitely they weren't going to let Bobby Lashley destroy Drew McIntyre like that. People would have been way more pissed, I think, if they said Drew McIntyre yep. that way. Uh, and two is, it's, I mean, even though Miz had it for a short period of time, it's still not on Miz's reign. two-time champion. I exactly. think, first, first off, they really should have put the title on him in 2016, 2017, when he was really over as a heel at the time, when he was doing great things with the Intercontinental Championship and made it feel so important to the product again that's when i really should have put it on him because he would he could have had he would have had a legit run i think then but uh now i think what's what's wrestlemania going up um and i i see your point maybe I, they should yeah they should just kept it on drew and had bobby's one of the wrestlemania it made a lot more sense you know what i mean i think uh part of me i i think the reason that they and i hope i'm wrong but i think the reason they 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 put it on bobby was for him to put drew over at wrestlemania so he can get that that interaction with the fans moment. Um, but I don't know if fans will react the same as they would have last year because last year was Drew McIntyre's time. And yes, him beating Brock Lesnar, we all know he got, a huge, he got a huge pop last year uh, beating Brock at WrestleMania. I was supposed to go last year for the pandemic. Damn. I was, I was going to have I had tickets and everything. So I was going to go. So I know I would, I was excited for that match. So I was, yeah. Because I, I, I wanted Drew to win. I was like, man, Drew's going to win. It's going to be cool to be there for that moment. Uh, but the pandemic happened. So we, I didn't get to go. But this year is kind of the same. There are a lot of people out there who, who are tired of Drew McIntyre's reign. So I don't know. And a lot of people want Bobby Lashley to be champ too. So I feel like a lot yeah. of people I'm part of pissed that. off if, if Drew McIntyre won. Unless, you know, unless it be a Drew McIntyre heel turn, that's different. The, the reaction won't be the same as far as the, the – there will be some people out there who will love it, but it won't be the same yeah. type of reaction as it would have I've been last year in 2020. So uh, as far as, like I said, I, I, I said on my TikTok video, I feel bad for this. I, I did. I feel bad for him when he, when he had to lose the belt like that, but I understand it. He was temporary, yeah. and it was to probably last year look really strong, which it didn't. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have hurt him if he cashed in and lost it. Like, why successful cash in? I mean, he didn't even win the briefcase. He wasn't even the match. He won it on a court case. So I said, cash it in and let him lose because I knew what they were doing. The Miz is facing Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. That's where it's headed. 
So it didn't right, make any, right. it did not make any sense at the time, but I was saying to DDD, why have Drew go in as a champ in Mania and have Bobby go over is what made sense to me. This is the next match. It's it, this is, you know, we're entertaining the idea. We're not sure if this is going to be a match, but we heard about it. They're, they're teasing it. Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus The Miz and John Morrison. Uh, I mean, we can be quick on this because I don't know if we want to talk too much about this, but I, I like that Damian Priest is getting the spotlight. But other than that, I, I could care less about this match. Agreed. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this. I mean, it makes sense of the whole storyline. They're building a nice storyline with, yeah. with The Miz and all that, asking them to be on, you know, duet, whatever he did, and then the drums, the stage. So it makes sense, the storyline, but nothing comes out of it unless you, I mean, Damian Priest becomes a star out of this and yeah. looks strong. That's all I want, you know? What do you think, Malik? It's just it, yeah. it's just for advertisement and money. That's, that's all yep. this is. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a money deal. Bad Bunny is a huge uh, Latin American star for the Hispanic community. Yeah. So I mean, it's just in. It's smart. Like, you know, like I said he's he's a big wrestling fan too. So you know, I'm not against you know people following. I'm, I'm who who's to say that you know we wouldn't do what he's doing right now. I definitely would. So um, I think any wrestling exactly. fan you know would jump on that. They'll do something with WWE if WWE asks to do something with them. I I, I with you guys. I, I don't personally care about it, but I'm not you know I'm not yeah. mad at it. I mean, we, we see celebrities coming all the time now. We we saw Shaq and AEW. We saw Floyd Mayweather and Big Show. We, we've seen, you know, Lawrence Taylor come in. We've seen Stephen yeah. Mel. So it, it, it's just an attraction-wise match. And maybe who knows? Like I'm telling people, I said, dude, don't judge this match for you see. Maybe Bad Bunny goes in there and he does some shit where he people are like, damn, he actually impressed me. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's wait to see what the match is like. And, an, and another thing, too, Vince, I feel like he's all about respect and having Bad Bunny on SNL bringing out the 24-7 title. I mean, that's a big deal for Vince. That's a lot of, you know, publicity. Don't that's a, that people 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 be thinking missing man's lacking. I'm like, bro, this no. man about that money. You know, I realize missing man about the money, bro. He, he know what he's doing. He, he, yeah. he realize what he's doing. Putting that, putting that title on, 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 on SNL, that's just bringing in more. Exactly. Attractive. What's, what's yeah. that? I mean, so. Yeah, I, I hate that people think Vince McMahon has no clue what he's doing. Maybe when it comes to the storylines, maybe it could be better. But if you think about it, during the pandemic, during one of the hardest times ever, he signed a deal with Fox. He signed a deal with NBC. He's making so much money. He's a genius. I mean, I might get heat for that, but I, I don't see anything else other than that. Um, let's get on with the next match. This seems to me to be lacking something. I don't know what it's lacking, but it's lacking something. Maybe it's the storyline, maybe it's creative, or maybe it's just the two women. Sasha Banks is going to go one-on-one with the EST, Bianca Belair, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. For me, it's missing something. I don't know what it is. I want to see it personally. I love both of these uh, these wrestlers, but the storyline is missing something. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, they were playing basketball. Last week, they were tagging. I mean, I, I don't know what it's missing. What do you guys think? Is it missing something or is it just me? Yeah, I agree. It is definitely missing something. I mean, I picked my prediction was Bianca to win the Royal Rumble. So I saw this yeah. match coming. I believe it is Bianca's time to get a push. I don't know if she should win this match or not, but every week as SmackDown goes on, you're right. The storyline just gets you. Why are they playing basketball? And then, yeah. they're ta- and then they're tagging up. I don't know what it's missing, but it needs something. It needs I mean, it's a big match. We need some hype around us, so I don't know what to do. You're right. The storyline, like I said, it's, it's not there right now, but I feel like fans will be satisfied after the match at WrestleMania. It's, it's going to be one of those matches, I feel like, where 
the match yeah. is going to to be great. We're fans, you know, the storyline ain't going to be there, but the match is going to live up to the potential, I think. So once the match is over, despite who wins, whether it's Bianca Belair or Sasha Banks, I feel like fans will will, will be happy with the outcome. Maybe they, maybe yeah. they you know, maybe uh, after WrestleMania, they continue their story with something. I don't know, but. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people think that uh, that Sasha Banks is going to turn on her at Fastlane because they're having that tag match, so she's going to turn heel. And uh, some people think Bianca's going to turn heel too. So that may, if Bianca turns heel, that could be interesting too. So yeah, um, I feel like I, I just feel like you know, even storyline wise, it's, it's not good right now, but it's not bothering me as much because I just feel like the match is going to be so amazing. So I'm not really worried about you know the story yeah. at the moment. I think that's a great point that you brought up. I think what's missing is a heel, you know? I don't see Bianca as a heel. I don't see Sasha as a heel right now. So something needs to happen. I'm hoping that happens at Fastlane. I, I just, this match is too important for Bianca to just have, uh, you know, a face for his face or just no storyline. So uh, let's get on with the next match. This match, again, we're entertaining the idea. We're not sure if this is going to happen. It's going to be Riddle. Riddle is the United States champion. And uh, the the word out there is Keith Lee is going to come back, return, and uh, go one-on-one with Riddle. Uh, I would love to see this match. I know we've seen this match countless times in NXT. We've seen it in the you know on the independent circuits. But Malik, do you want to see this? And if not, who would you want Riddle to go one-on-one with? I wouldn't be against it. <clears throat> I've yeah. seen their match. They've had great matches in the past, so I, I wouldn't be against it. Um, this is so with WrestleMania being two nights. I don't know if WrestleMania is going to be two night thing moving forward, but yeah. as far as we know, it's two nights. You know, it was two nights last year, two nights this year, so it looks like it's going to be two nights moving forward. Uh, if it continues to be two nights, this is why they need to bring back Money in the Bank to WrestleMania. If you ask me, with WrestleMania being a two night event, you can have a men's and a women's Money in the Bank on one each on one of each night. Doesn't matter which night it is. One night the men's Money in the Bank. One night second is the women's Money in the Bank. Yeah. And with Money in the Bank being around, this this is when you can fill in like Riddle and you know Keith Lee and you know Jeff Hardy and all these guys that you know Mustafa Ali or Kofi Kingston or you know all these people that you know you want to see on the WrestleMania card, you can put him in an important match. Instead of a battle royal, nobody cares yep. about that. The Money in the Bank is an important match, especially when it came to WrestleMania. Uh, you can put them in the Money in the Bank match and put have them do something, you know what I mean? Um, what's, uh, it, it could be a one-on-one match, but I feel like they, they always do the multi-man matches, which yeah. is why I brought up the bank, because they end up, they always do some multi-man tag team match or a multi-man you know, ladder match for the Intercontinental title or USA or something. This is why they should bring back Money in the Bank, if you ask me. It's it's yeah. so simple, to e- easy to book. You can fill in your guys. You know, if you, if you notice how when they first did Money in the Bank for WrestleMania, Shelton Benjamin was always in those Money in the Bank matches because they yep. never did anything. they never did anything with him at WrestleMania, but he was always on WrestleMania because he was in mm-hmm. the Money in the Bank, and fans didn't care because he was on WrestleMania. So that's all that that's all that mattered. So the yeah. same could be you know with Jeff Hardy, like so this year, or, or even you know like you know if if they don't make this. Match between Roman and Edge, triple threat with Daniel Bryan. That's something you could throw Daniel Bryan into the Money in the Bank. Exactly. I mean, it seems like it, it seems like they're doing something else with 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 uh, Seth Rollins right now with Cesaro. So I just yeah. feel like it's bringing back Money in the Bank will just create more opportunities and, and have fans care more about you know some superstars being involved in something instead of the Battle Royal. Nah, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, Keith Lee deserves it because he dropped out of the triple threat match at uh, Chamber. Nation Chamber. 
And I think Riddle was going over regardless if Keith Lee was in that match or not. I still yeah. think Keith Little Keith uh, Riddle goes over. But yeah, I mean Keith yeah. deserves the spotlight. These two young guys deserve the match. I think they could put on a great match. And nobody comes off the top of my head to replace anybody. So next match for me, I, I love Biggie. I think he is amazing, and I think it's time for him to get that spotlight. I don't know who he's going to go one-on-one with. It might be Daniel Bryan. It might be somebody else. But for me, Big E has success written all over him. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Big E needs to be pushed to the moon. And what they're doing with Apollo Crews is actually awesome. It's going to be a great storyline. And I think you're going to get that match at Mania. Two up-and-coming superstars that can steal a show. And it's Big E's time, like we talked about earlier with Bobby Lashley. He's got the strap around him, time to push him to the moon. Well, we know Big E's going to face Apollo Crews at Fastlane. So I'm sure it's probably yeah. going to be some multi, some multi-man match. It's going to be some type of ladder match or I hope. four-way or something. It's going to be some type of multi-man match. Maybe Big E versus Apollo Crews versus, yeah. you know, versus Daniel Bryan versus, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura or something. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. you know, some type of multi-man match. Just yep. don't know who. Just I just don't know who in it. Yeah, I, I just want Biggie to go over. That's all I care about. Yeah, they need to push him for sure too. So yeah, yeah, and his uh, his uh, promo last week on SmackDown was fire, man. He is so freaking good. I can't wait, man. I'm <laughs> stoked. Let's get on with the next one. Uh, this is something that uh, that we're not we didn't really expect. Edge going one-on-one with with, uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, I was a little shocked at first when Edge picked Roman, but as it went on and I thought about it, it made sense. But I don't see Edge winning this match. I think you have to have Roman go over, go over here. But that leads into the future question, as Malik said on his TikTok. If not Edge, who's dethroning Roman? I really don't know right now. And it's yeah. just not it's not a bad thing just to keep the belt on Roman. I mean, I'm not against it. Keep him through WrestleMania and see what happens. But yeah, I I I truly believe Roman's gotta go over and beat Edge. For me, Edge has to win this match, though. It does not make sense storyline-wise to build up this entire comeback story just for him to lose. What, what was the point of this whole story? What was the point of him winning the rumble? You could have gave it to Daniel Bryan, you could have gave it to somebody else. This man literally they they cut that promo on Raw where he he's bringing up valid points talking about you know I, I never lost what I had uh, yep. he was the world champ when he when he retired in 2011 then they make this man come in at number one in the Royal Rumble the last person to win the Rumble for number one was Benoit in 2004 he comes in number one and outlasts everybody to yep. win the Rumble and now he's facing literally the top guy at WrestleMania what, what was what's the point of him losing it just it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Roman Reigns can lose this match, and there are ways you can continue to build him up stronger. After there are ways you can lose matches and look strong, and and still look strong, and you know, continue to yeah. build up your character afterwards. Because Roman can get the belt back from Edge. You can build him up stronger, chasing the belt back from Edge. There are ways you can continue to to build somebody up stronger to lose the belt. And storyline wise, as of right now, there's nobody that makes more sense to go in to a match with Roman Reigns and beat him since he's had the championship. Yeah. Story-wise, there's, you know, not Jey Uso. I know some people thought it should be Jey Uso. Like, bro, it's not going to be Jey Uso. Relax. Yeah. He's not taking the title from Roman. 
Kevin Owens has already had multiple opportunities. We know Daniel Bryan's not taking both from my fastlane either. No. So, and Biggie's, like I said, Biggie's just not there right, right now. You know what I mean? No. He's not yeah. there yet. So, storyline wise, it makes sense for Edge to win. He never lost yeah. the title that he had when he retired. So, he feels like storyline wise, he was robbed of his championship and he's owed another championship run. And from what I've heard, Edge, I mean, with the pandemic and everything, they don't have to travel much. So, Edge said he's there full time yep. so he's gonna be there you know doing doing stuff so it's not like he's gonna take the belt like Lesnar and just come back you know a month later or two months later and defend it again yeah. if Edge wins it there's so many different things you can do I think if Edge wins which mm-hmm. I think he should win you need you can put him into him which 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 I, another thing that they should do at WrestleMania I think is have some type of multi-man number one contenders match you know where Whoever wins this match gets the next shot between Edge Roman and WrestleMania. That way you can separate the two after WrestleMania. And I think you could have Edge win and then have him feud with Seth Rollins afterwards because there's a few door. There's already a kind of a story to tell for that one back when uh when 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 Seth Rollins was gonna curb stomp Edge in the ring and he forced oh, yeah, him yeah, to yeah. bring back the authority. There's already something you could do with that right there. And by separating that, you could have Roman. If, if Roman loses the belt to Edge at WrestleMania, you can have Edge have a, a, a strong run by beating other people in the same process. You can have Roman destroy other people as well. You can, you know, by Roman losing the belt, you can do some segments and vignettes with, you know, him and, and the wild Samoans and his, and his whole Samoan family saying, Hey, Roman, you need to step it up, man. You're supposed to be yep. the head of the table. You, you, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta be better than you were. You already were. Now Roman Reigns character wise, he realizes, damn, I thought I was good, but now I, I got to be better than I was before to get the belt back. So now he's going to be even more dangerous to, to, to come back to the title. Just imagine, you know, we, we see how good is Roman Reigns. We see how good Roman Reigns is right now, but how good can he be without the title? That's what I want to see. He has the belt and he's been great with the belt, but when he's not, yeah. when he doesn't have the belt, because he has to lose somebody eventually. So he's not going to be champ forever. So him without the belt, I want to see what he's like without the belt. And I think he could be even stronger without the belt because now him not having the belt drives him even crazy to get it back. So yeah, I think it should win. Push it to SummerSlam. Long term storybooking because that's what I miss about wrestling. Long term storybooking. Um, yeah, which I think a lot of fans. One thing they don't do nowadays because a lot of fans don't have the patience for it. But yeah. um, I want to see long term storybooking out of this. I think Edge should win. And and from what it looks like too, they they may add Daniel Bryan in there so Daniel Bryan can get pinned and Edge can uh, win that way Roman doesn't, Roman doesn't get pinned but he loses the title which I don't want to see like I'm saying just have Roman go over just have Roman put Edge over cleans and then you could have Roman yeah. get that win back at SummerSlam and when Roman wins it back at SummerSlam he can just destroy Edge in the match where he's not even close to exactly. him even coming close to, to to topping Edge so I just I just feel like storyline wise it, it doesn't make sense for Edge to lose this match because what was the entire point of even him winning the Rumble or building up this whole comeback story that they are for doing nothing. and it's believable for him to lose. It's just, it's just doesn't make sense. Like, well, you could, like I said, you could have had somebody else win the Royal Rumble if Edge yeah. wasn't going to win this, wasn't going to walk out with the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, you yeah. got me convinced. That's a valid point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it too, what's better than a heel chasing the title? Roman Reigns chasing the title after he lost it? I mean, there's nothing better than that. I love when heels are chasing that title. When they have the title, yes, it's interesting. Roman has been really good. His promos have been excellent. But when you have that heel, the the heel, not even just a heel, the top heel, not even just the top heel, the guy Chasing the title, nothing better. It than could that. kind of be like it could kind of be like, even though 
it, it was terrible to an extent, but you know, when Triple H was in evolution, you know, every time he yeah. lost the title, he, he had it too many times, but every time he lost it, he was obsessed with getting it back. You know what I mean? Like that was his life. He did the same with Roman. Every time he loses yep. it, you know, he's obsessed, you know, with getting it back. I need that title. I need, I need yeah. to get it back. You know what I mean, maybe not to the extent of uh, the evolution because the reign of terror was, 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 was hard back in those days. You know what I mean? yeah. Triple H <laughs> had that title a lot, but maybe, yep. maybe, maybe Roman doesn't have to get it so much you know maybe after that you know if he drops us to edge this will be the perfect time to do that story you know where he's obsessed with the title and he's like, i need to get it back i have to yeah. you know to, to i have to to go figure myself out and become head of the table because eventually i believe that at some point i don't know maybe next year wrestlemania or two years from now but he's he's got to face the rock at least once you know before you know the rock retires and i feel like when he faces the Rocky WrestleMania, Roman needs to be, I mean, he's already been the guy, but he needs to be that guy where you're like, okay, you know, this, 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 this is it. You know what I mean? Like him going to WrestleMania, he beats the rock after he beats the rock and the rock retires and he solidifies eventually as, you know, the head of the yeah. table for real. So like I said, there, there are ways you can lose matches and continue to, to look strong th throughout, you know, your, your push. You know, if you look at, you know, for example, if you look at, you know, Kane going into WrestleMania against Undertaker, you know, Kane was looking like a fucking monster going into that WrestleMania. I mean, this guy was looking like a, a beast. You know what I mean? If yeah. there's anybody, if there's anybody who could have gave Taker's legit first loss of WrestleMania, Kane, people wouldn't have been mad about that. You know what I mean? No. But Kane not only lost that match, but he looked strong losing that match. He, he kicked out of two tombstones before he got beat. And nobody back then, how many people you can name kicked out of tombstones back in those days? You know what I mean? Right. He looked yeah. extremely, he looked extremely strong, even though he lost. He still looked, he still looked great throughout that match. I mean, there are ways you can lose and still look amazing throughout throughout those matches. You even look at you know the, the matches Shawn Michaels had at WrestleMania. They call him Mr. WrestleMania for a reason because this guy he has a losing record at WrestleMania. But how many shows through the matches did he have at WrestleMania where he lost but still yeah. looked pretty good? You know, he he tapped out to Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, but Shawn Michaels looked pretty damn good throughout that match. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, you know, he he lost to Taker at WrestleMania twice, but Shawn Michaels still looked yeah. pretty good through those matches. You know what I mean? So. There are ways you can still lose and still protect your image or protect your character, as you ever say, and still look very strong. You know what I mean? So it's, it's yeah. and I think I think with Roman, it, it makes sense for him to lose because WWE we, we've seen WWE has made it clear since 2015 that he's going to be their guy. So they're not oh, going to yeah. do anything to jeopardize Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? They're going to protect him at all costs. They're not going to yeah. bury him. They're not going to destroy him. Roman Reigns is going to be always in a main event spot. So. Yep. That's why I said him him losing the title is not going to hurt him because he's always going to be in that spot, just like just like Charlotte. You know, no matter what, no matter what Charlotte does, she they're always going to put her in the main event spot because they they value her as the top talent. So it doesn't hurt her for to lose matches when she should lose matches. Same with Roman, it's not going to hurt him to lose this match because he's always going to have that main event. Edge main Edge Edge isn't going to be around for Roman Reigns. Edge is getting no. a second chance of life right now as we as we speak because <laughs> he has his career back. <laughs> You're and right. He's already 47, so he's not going to be around, you know, 10 years from now, like Roman Reigns may be. This may be Edge's last championship legit run, and he deserves it yeah. because he never lost that title that he had. He, he had to give it up. You know what I mean? He had to give up something that he never wanted to give up. And it just makes – it's not like a Goldberg situation when they just bring back Goldberg again to get a championship match with no storyline. Like, you know, when they brought back Goldberg against Drew, about respect, like, doesn't even make sense. Like, why, what are you talking exactly. about? Like, respect, like – why why is Goldberg getting another championship match? I get you know I get that, you know, it was for Goldberg to put Roman over, which was cool, but it's like yeah. the story doesn't make sense. The story legit makes sense for Edge and Roman. It's there. 
and, and it's believable. So yeah, I think I just think Edge should win. It just makes sense storyline wise. Yeah, and I think Edge does deserve one more one more championship run for his career. Since you know the way he went out and everything, it it was wrong for his career. You know the way he went out and everything. Obviously, it was out of his control. But yeah, I just think he he should get one more championship run. Like I said, have him won the better WrestleMania, give him a little run to SummerSlam. You know he could work with other guys. Look at all the guys he could work with. His champ Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, you know Seth Rollins. Seth. There's so many guys he could work with that we haven't seen yet. And then at SummerSlam, you can do the WrestleMania rematch with him and Roman. Roman gets it back. You know, Edge doesn't go up to the yeah. after that. You know, Edge doesn't have to have very much of that. Edge can go on and do other things. He can go back to Raw and face, you know, whoever. So I just feel yeah. like me personally, the reason I'm okay with Roman losing because I know that WWE is not going to do anything to destroy Roman Reigns. They're going to protect him at all costs. Like I said, he's going to be in the main event spot no matter what. So Roman losing to Edge, Roman's kind of like John Cena now. You know, every time John Cena lost the title, he was still always in the main events. You go back and look at the, the title with CM Punk when he was champion for that period a long time. If you look at the the first couple months of his of his babyface run, he was never in the main events. It was always John Cena, and John Cena wasn't even the champion. So yeah. they're they're not going to do anything to destroy Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns will always be Roman Reigns to them. He's going to be protected. And he's going to be in a main event. He's going to be a main event star as he should because it's really good, and he has to look. Yeah. So him losing, him losing the edge is not going to hurt. All good heels have to take good losses at some point too. But you always yeah. get those wins back. That's what that's, that's what makes you a good heel. You lose, but you get your wins back. Yeah, and I mean, even Stone Cold Steve Austin said he love he loved chasing the title. You know, so I mean, there can't be anything better than that, man. Storyline wise, to me, I, I'm just looking at long term. I'm like, man, look how. I'm thinking of how great Roman Reigns could look chasing the title. I mean, sure, him losing the belt, you know, could hurt some fans. But him chasing the title, I mean, he, he's already dangerous enough is with the title. But just imagine him chasing the title, trying to get it back. Yeah. And if you look at it too, WWE does a lot of things right. But the one thing they do the best is they protect their champion. Look what happened with The Miz and uh, in, uh, Drew. You know, like they were just protecting Drew so he could look stronger for maybe a match against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. So they understand what the deal is here. Exactly. So, man, it just... It, it just there. The stories is there. There's so there's so much good storytelling they can do with with Roman losing yeah. to WrestleMania. There's so many things they could do that that would be incredible. Yeah, let's get on with the next match. This I know Malik, you are really interested in this match if it happens. Bray Wyatt going one on one with Randy Orton. I mean, this needs to happen. I don't know if it needs to happen at WrestleMania, but I need to see this match. I mean, there's so much build up to this match. Uh, I hope it happens at WrestleMania. Malik, what do you think? Who goes over? What happens? Is it just a? Is it a, a different match? Is it a cinematic match with uh, you know similar to the the Boneyard match? What is this? What's going to happen here? Well, they're definitely going to have a match at WrestleMania. I mean. There's still story has been if you guys remember the rumors were since last year that edge and Orton were supposed to have a, a mini rematch yeah but this whole thing the feud has been extended you know what i mean so now they got to do something else so they're definitely having a match at wrestlemania um and i think the fiend should stay off tv until the day of wrestlemania that's when he should make his comeback uh because for supposedly they're saying he's supposed to have this new look so yeah i think they need to start they need to start treating the fiend as what he should be as a special attraction for special occasions. Stop making him go after championships because he, he's a character that's a new title, kind of like Undertaker. Undertaker never needed the title. You know what I mean, Undertaker was always better chasing the belt, but when he always had the belt, his his runs were always you know blah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like the fiend doesn't need a title run. 
you, you should you should use him for special attractions. Stop yeah. bringing him, you know, on TV every week or every pay per view. You know, and that's why you know you have the fiend because Bray Wyatt's supposed to have this, this personality. You know, what I mean, he's supposed to be one minute he's supposed to be like this this Mister Rogers, you know, red sweater type guy, and then the next minute he's supposed to be this evil, dark, you know, mythical, you know, serial killer looking guy, right? So yeah. Start, start treating that character as, as a special attraction. This is obviously the right time for it because he got set on fire. It's the last time we saw him. Um, and this feud to me has been so good. Uh, I'm really into it. Um, I love everything about it. Uh, I've heard rumors that it could be some type of cinematic match, um, which I wouldn't be against. Yeah. Personally, I think the match, uh, I would love to see the match be in, in a Hell in a Cell um, with fans being at WrestleMania. I think the Hell in a Cell would be a great way to do it. Yeah, book that um, now, I think Alexa Bliss, and Randy, Alexa Bliss and Randy should continue to build the suit themselves. And, you know, maybe the night after Fastlane, you know, maybe you could have Alexa Bliss finally, you know, reveal that, you know, he's coming at WrestleMania and he wants yeah. he, he wants to see you in hell. He wants to see you in hell, Randy. You know what I mean? That's that's where this has to end in hell. You know what I mean? And oh, dude, but but and, and by her saying that, I think. You could, that that could spark something in Randy's mind because now he realizes that the fiend's not only coming back, but now he has to go to hell, and that's obviously no place where no man wants to go. But Randy Orton's character now it can be more sadistic, building up to WrestleMania. Okay, you know what? I need to bring back the Apex Predator. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to be sadistic and, and I need to be sick. And if if the fiend's coming back and we're going to hell, I got to be you know the Viper. You know what I mean? And that's when he could. God, there's so many, like I said, he's such a savage. So, there's so many yeah. things he could. Just imagine, just imagine if they did the thing on Raw where he, you know, punt kick Alexa Bliss in the face or something like something <laughs> crazy, you know what I mean? Or he, did, yeah. or he set her on fire. What, what if he set her on fire? Something crazy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things you could do with this that would be such incredible stuff. So I think uh, that's what I would like to see. I, I don't I don't think it will happen, but I definitely they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. I just don't know what type yeah. of match it will be. Um, from what I heard, like I said, it'll be a cinematic match. So maybe it's a Firefly Funhouse match again. Um, but I think Hell in a Cell match would just be, it, it would be incredible for this feud. You know what I mean? I think they're, like I said, you know, have Alexa Bliss announce that the Fiend's coming back at WrestleMania and he wants to meet you in Hell, Randy. And then after that, Randy Orton can start turning into this, you know, yeah. fucking psychopath. Like, like he was, like he, like he gets when, you know, how Randy Orton gets when, he, when he's dangerous. Yep. So I, I feel like that's, that's the route they need to go. By the, by the time WrestleMania comes, the Fiend should win, obviously, but. By the time WrestleMania comes, Randy, he's looking like a badass and the feed's coming back. Oh, so much hype behind it. Come on. Yeah. Dude, I know this is off topic, but have you ever applied for a position with the WWE? I mean, everything you're saying, you're like convincing me this should happen, you know? No, I never applied. People tell me that all the time, so I've never applied for WWE. Dude, I'm like I listening. Should. I'm like listening to you, and I'm like, holy shit, Hell in the Cell. It, it just it makes so much sense. So <laughs> it does make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just there because, like I said, you keep the fiend off television because if he's supposed to have a new look, you want it to be special. You want it to have special. And we may not have fans the rest of the year besides yeah. WrestleMania, right? So, have and you know he's gonna have some badass entrance too. So I mean, have you know. By the time Randy comes out, Randy's looking like a beast coming into WrestleMania. He's walking down the ramp and he's, he's, yeah. you know, he's looking like a monster. He's like, oh shit. Then the Fiend comes back and he's, they said he's supposed to have a new look. So I'm like, okay, he's supposed to have this new look. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's supposed yeah. to have this new look. That's the only reason I said Hell in a Cell. I think that would just, it, would, it would be a perfect fit for it. Yeah. yeah. 
Let's let's get on with the last match. I mean, there are more matches. Maybe there's a match with Cesaro and Seth or Kofi and Ali or even Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman, but I think it's too early to discuss that. So let's discuss the last match. It's Asuka. I mean, what the hell do you do with Asuka? Like you said earlier, Malik, if there's any opportunity to have Charlotte Flair in the main event, they're going to do it because they believe in her. We know Charlotte's going to be in the title picture. I mean, when she's not in a WrestleMania title match, she's always in yeah. a damn title uh, match. Which, yeah. which I, yeah, which I don't hate. I don't hate that. I know a lot of people do, but I don't hate that. Right. Do you get the rematch if Asuka loses or something happens at Fastlane? Do you get the rematch of Rhea and Charlotte and maybe finally, finally Rhea goes over? I don't know, but whatever's going to happen. Is- yeah, let me hear it. Uh, first of all, I, Charlotte Flair is great, by the way. I think she's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. But this, this is part of the reason why people don't like her, because she's in the title picture too much. Because her last name. She deserves it. No, she deserves to be there. We won't get into it, but go uh, ahead, Mike. She, she, she's in it too many times. Why is she already a 10-time champ? That's ridiculous. Because her last name. Right. Yeah. And half, half her championship runs were pointless. She, what was the point of her beating Ray Ripley last year at WrestleMania? That was thank you. That's, ridiculous. That's what pisses me off the most because she's not only player. not only did Ray, first of all Ray Ripley was hot one until last year's WrestleMania. She was, she was really, on top of the world. Yeah, she yeah. was really hot. And like I said, there are ways you can lose matches and still look strong. So even though she lost to Charlotte, okay, fine. But she her, her momentum has been dropped so much since then, bro. It hasn't been the same. And Charlotte didn't Has even not. put anybody. She didn't even put anybody over in the NXT when she won the title. She she didn't get pinned when she lost the exactly. belt. Exactly. She, <laughs> she never. It was pointless to her even winning the damn title, winning the Rumble. She's had too many title reigns. People. That's why people don't like her because. Her title reigns just don't, they're not important. She has them, and sometimes she only has them for like two. The same with when they inserted her into the match for the main event of WrestleMania. It should have been Becky versus Ronda Rousey in a one on one match. That match right there sold itself. Charlotte yeah, Flair did not right. need to be in that match. If she's, she's not a flair, she doesn't get in that match. That's my point. I'm not talking she, about Billy in the ring. It's just her last name. She literally, so much weight. she literally won the SmackDown title, had it for two weeks just so she could lose it at WrestleMania, which was fine. You know, Becky Lynch yeah. had that moment, but it's like, bro, like <laughs> that was just another championship reign they just gave her just to give her. You know what I mean? It's stupid, yeah. right? It's, it's it's stupid. Charlotte is stupid. good, and she and she's great. She's she's phenomenal, but. The reason people it's just, it's the same reason people hated John Cena for all those years. Why he has the title so many so much, but yeah. you know, and John Cena when he had them, he had them for a long period of time. And Charlotte, it's not like that. She she has them and she has them for a short period of time, which is even more annoying. So, I, and and the fact that you know, like, why are you telling me that she cannot she can never have a WrestleMania match that doesn't involve a championship picture in it? Like, there's so many good things you can build her off of, of yeah. putting her. You know what I mean? Um, I think that. Ray Ripley should be in the title picture. And I've been a, a candidate of her. I've been a big fan of hers. And I think, you know, like I said on my, many of my TikTok videos, uh, Bianca and Rhea need to be two of the next stars for the women's division. They need to push heavily. So it's time for, it's time to push new stars. I'm tired of the four horse women facing each other. Um, we've seen Becky versus Sasha. We've seen, you know, you know we've seen Charlotte right, versus, right, uh, right, right. we've seen all these matches already. You know, the only other match, that I truly would be interested in would be a, a four-way between the four, like in a main event of WrestleMania or something like that. That I, I can oh, get shit. behind. But as far as he's one on one, you got to build up new stars, man. Same with Oscar. I mean, Oscar, you know, they don't. They, first of all, they treat her like a joke. They don't. They don't yeah, treat her seriously. They at do. All. They do. Um, she, she's never been the same NXT, so they don't treat her serious. 
Shayna Baszler, you know, was dominant at one point. They don't look at her as that main event star either. And Ronda Rousey's not there anymore as of now. It's time to build new stars. Rhea Ripley needs they she she desperately needs her momentum back because it got it got crushed so much. And I'm it's not Charlotte's fault. It's it's the way they book it, but the blame's gonna go on Charlotte because she's the one that beat her. The same with Oscar. You know, when, when she took the streak for Oscar WrestleMania, that's gonna fall on Charlotte because now number one, people didn't want her to, to beat the streak, but yeah. two they didn't continue to push Asuka as strongly as they should have when, when she lost the title. So I just feel like I don't, I don't have issues with Charlotte. I just feel like she's gotten the title way too many times and she's in the championship picture too much. And it's, it's just for me, that's my only issue with her. I have no issue with, with her in the ring wise character. She's, she's phenomenal in, in the ring and she's, she's great at what she does. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that say, you know, she wouldn't be who she was if she if she wasn't a flair. And that's probably part of it, I'm sure. But hey, I'll be that guy because I'll say she's, <laughs> but she's she's really good though. I mean, so I she is good, her. absolutely. It, it'd be different. It'd be different if I feel like it'd be different if they pushed her and she was bad and she was a flair. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, now they're only pushing her just because she's a yeah, flair. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good. you so, got a point. I'd be more pissed. But if she's not a flair. No way she's beating the streak of Oscar. There's just so many matches you looked at. She's a flair. That's why she's winning the title reigns. If she's not a flair and she has that ability in the ring, she's not winning that many titles. It's her name. And it is. That's better. That's part of it for sure. I believe that is part of it too. But like I said, <laughs> she's really good. And you know, if you um, if you look at it now, all the other three or four horsewomen are now just being looked at as top main eventers because for yeah. a while, you know, they were in catering or in the WrestleMania. Pre- I remember when Sasha and, and Becky were on, oh, and yeah, yeah, were on yeah, the yeah. WrestleMania pre-card that year. Uh, Charlotte beat the streak. I'm like, why? They're, they're on the pre-card. I cannot, I cannot believe this. This is a disgrace. Like, why are they on the pre-card? And now you look yep. at, you know, look at what they got now. You know, Becky's the man. She was you know, the hottest thing in the company. Sasha and, and Bailey carried, you know, the company last year, part of the pandemic too. So, I mean, They've, they've done some of their great stuff, but I just feel like Charlotte, she, she's gotten too much. Like I said, if you think about it now, Charlotte's in her mid-30s. She still hasn't even hit the peak of her career yet. And she yeah. already has 10 world title reigns. 10 of them. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> that's, inc- that's 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 ridiculous. That's that incredible. is ridiculous. By the time she 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 retires, she may have, you know, she's for sure passing her players record. There's no way she, no way she does uh, But by the time she retires, like, you know, She's gonna have like 25, you know what I mean? Which is ridiculous. You even look at Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus had seven, but in those time periods, she wrestled from what 2000 to 2006 for for, for uh, that period of time. But she had yeah. seven world title reigns, but all her title reigns, she was at least did something and it felt important, you know what I mean? Exactly. It was Charlotte. I can't name one title reign where I was like, damn, that was a good title reign that she had. It's, I just feel like when she holds the title, she either has it just, just they either give it to her just to give it to her. Yeah, or they just give it to her just just so she could be inserted into some main event spot. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's, it, that's 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 why people don't like her. You know what I mean? If she's gonna win the title, make it make it feel meaningful to to something. You know what I mean? Make it make it yeah. feel like she she's she's the, the true champion. And when she drops it, it, it means something. You know what I mean? That's why people just don't rock with her because it, it, it's and like I said, it's the way they book her. Same with Roman. It's the way they booked him for so many years. People don't dislike Roman Reigns. They dislike the way they book him. Like, right. why are you, why are you, you're shoving him down our throats all these now? Now he's great, but back, you know, and, you know, yeah, four years ago, you know, they, they were just completely shoving him down our throats, like forcing us, like we had to accept him. That's how they feel with Charlotte. Like, you're, you're forcing us to accept her as the top females. Okay. 
she can yeah. be the top female, but don't 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 force it down to us, man. There because there are other great females on the roster too that we want to enjoy too. Just don't don't give it to us so much, you know what I mean? Like let let yeah. her Charlotte can have her shine, okay, but you know also let other people have their shine too, you know what I mean? Like it would really piss me off about Charlotte's reign. I remember when. She won the title, and then you know, three weeks later, she dropped the Sasha on Raw, and then two weeks later, she got it back. Like, what, what is this? Like, why are we swapping <laughs> the title between her and Sasha? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. give, give somebody the title, give somebody the championship, give yeah. them a proper run. But I feel like you know, Charlotte shouldn't be in the championship picture so much. And I mean, there, she's so good that there are things you can do outside of the championship picture where you can always find storylines for her to do. You know what I mean? To just find yeah. other shit for her to do. You know, have her. Have her continue to build up new stars. Put her in a few with Peyton Royce. You know, so you saw that yeah. promo she cut on on on, on talking on, smack on, yeah. on, on, on Raw oh. Talk. You know what I'm saying? Raw Talk. She, she, brought, she brought up the point that everybody's saying, why does it always have to be the same people over the same people over and over again when there are talented women like Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot and and Peyton Royce and Billy Kay? You split up the iconics for what? For them to be in catering for now? There's yeah, so many like, other women. That, 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 there's so many other women that on the roster that you can at least give an opportunity to. You know what I mean? We get that not everybody's going to be Charlotte. They're not going to be top main eventers, but yeah. do something with them. Do something with them. Yeah, that's man. what you can use Charlotte for. Have her, have her build up new stars. And that's why. They, that's why you you can, if you look at all a lot of other top guys. You know what I mean? You look at you know a lot of top guys, and that's why I always loved Undertaker because Undertaker helped create stars throughout his career. You know, he always put people over. Besides, you know, Russell obviously WrestleMania the streak happened, but you know, I remember him, you know, putting guys over like Edge, you know, or putting you know, like guys like Randy Orton, you know what I mean, or you know, yeah, uh, Kurt Angle, you know what I'm saying? You know, like he, yeah. he put people over that. The match he had, you know, we talked about, you know, you can lose and look really strong. The fucking ladder match he had with Jeff Hardy on Raw, like even though Jeff Hardy lost that match, at the end of that match, Jeff Hardy looked like a star. You know what I mean? So yeah. there, there are things you can do with Charlotte besides the championship picture that people can get invested. Maybe maybe people would be more invested into her if they put her into a story that didn't involve a championship. You know, if you put her into a storyline, yeah. like I said, with the Peyton Royce or somebody else, put, put her. Yeah. Oh God, I would love to see her put her in a story with Alexa Bliss right now. God, that, I think that would be incredible. You know what I mean? With especially oh, with Alexa Bliss's character, the stories yeah. they can do with that. You know what I mean? Would be would be incredible or. Another thing, I, before you move on, another thing I need to do with Charlotte, they need to change her character, too. I, I feel like she yeah. she has to come up with something new. You know what I mean? I'm tired of the queen. I'm the queen. We know you're the queen, but okay, but come up with something, you know, come up with something new. You know what I mean? You got to come up with something, something fresh. different. You know yeah. Cool, man. I feel you, dude. Baby. You're the man. Dude, this has been so much fun. TikTok's million-dollar champion. Thank you so much for uh, for getting on the show and talking with us. We appreciate it. Uh, do you want to promote anything before we uh, end the show here? You guys can follow me on TikTok and on Narcolepsy Boy ninety four. All my platforms: Narcolepsy Boy ninety four, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok. You know, if you're a big wrestling fan, some of you may know me, some of you may not. But if you're a big wrestling fan, you know, follow my TikTok. I post wrestling content daily. Make sure you follow me on our Clip Sport 94. I do podcasts on my YouTube channels uh, weekly, too, as well. Just like this one, just we just did now. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, you know, I post on there daily, too. And then, you know, my TikTok, I post daily, too. So make sure you guys check me out. Blake, we appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for being on. You can follow us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. Thank you again. Yeah, baby. Peace. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. 
Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.